Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day six of the Haru Basho taking place in Osaka, Japan, where the weather today is 11 degrees mm-hmm. Celsius. I think that's what it was last night. Yeah, well, it was, but I checked this during Makuchi. Oh, you yeah, did it. I did. Well done. I did, thank you. Good memory. That's 52 degrees Fahrenheit if you go that way. It's rainy. The humidity, 91%. Oh, yeah, that comes yeah, with the rain, right. I guess. That's why that's the rain why is falling. Some say humidity is a measure of that. <laughs> Do they? We don't know. Um, some big news yes, came yes. through. Yeah, it came through uh, early afternoon for us, so uh, around the same, I guess, in the Japanese media outlets. Terunofuji is Kyujo. So it's with osteoarthritis of the left knee. Uh, it said that he was going to take one month off, but, um, you know, that's just uh, that's just what they're saying at the moment, I think. That's something that's been building up, as I yeah. understand, for a long time. I, I think the one-month quote was to say this is what osteoarthritis normally needs. Yeah. So I'm not sure this is terrible. If you're lying absolutely flat and not doing anything. This is really sad. It's really sad. It's what we were really hoping to avoid, I think, Um, him re-injuring something somewhere and the knees were a prime candidate for that. We wanted to see a little bit more success before perhaps injury takes him out. It's not at that point yet. This is not something that rest couldn't help with at least, but it, it doesn't look great, does it? No, it doesn't. And, and I don't want us to be in a situation where we have a Yokozuna who isn't turning up a lot of the time. Yep. Unfortunately, that's how Kakryu finished his career. Mm. You could say Hakoho had a bit of that, although when he turned up, he dominated. Yeah, and he... He was in for so long before. And oh, exactly. The oh, same no, for exactly. Kakuryu, you know, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. they had the added bonus. It would be more like Kisunasato where he didn't get promoted until he, he was yeah, it was after. He, he had a much larger career than, than Terunofuji has. But it took him so long and then he got injured on his way there mm. and then never really, never fought but, again. I mean, the injury and very much like Terunofuji, that injury of Kisunasato's was part of the Yokozuna story. Yeah, Wasn't absolutely. <laughs> so, oh, oh, the shoulder, geez. the, the oh, collarbone. That, well, and that amazing playoff victory against Terunofuji, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah well. it plays into both their stories, doesn't Memories. it? Memories. Memories. But, yeah, very sad. I, I actually feel legitimately sad yeah. about this. Um, I think it's a real problem and um, it wasn't It wasn't that it wasn't foreseen, but we all just hoped that it wouldn't happen, I think. Well, let's move on to Jurio. Take us through a few bouts. Yeah, there were a few good ones here. Enho, he won another bout. It was fun field. It was against Kota Yusho. He got taken back straight away, but then he barreled forwards. He's just really into coming forwards these days, into Kota Yusho, and he just simply refused to lose. He got a fourth win, his fourth win, with a Skuinage beltless arm throw. Very impressive sumo from him. Kidnawaka to uh, continue to look business-like against Shimazumi. He's unbeaten on six and zero, looking kind of, really good. Can I stop you there? Yeah. Your Shimazumi pronunciation. Oh, you. Do you know, I saw, it, today. I saw it coming up and I got a little bit nervous. Yeah. I was just like, I'm charging ahead. It wasn't, uh, it didn't go unnoticed. Thank you. Thank well you done. very much. Appreciate it. Ryuden uh, two uh, went to six and zero. 
He is unbeaten as well with a Yorikiri win over Churunaumi. Yikes. Uh, Midori Fuji, we saw him out there trying to make that Katasakashi happen a couple of times against Iago <laughs> today. Uh, and he just ran out of Doyo on that final attempt. That was his first loss, could you believe? He now falls one off the pace. Uh, both him and Yago are five and one. Now, Asanawaka, mm. did he... He didn't pull up so well after he's lost to Azamari today. Yeah, he he was down and uh, he struggled to get up. It looked like maybe the right leg, but it also so he was limping as he eventually got up and walked off. But it it kind of also could have been that he was winded. You know how when you're winded, you sort of um, you struggle to walk mm. anyway. So I'm not sure whether it was an actual limp, yep. but it didn't look great for him. And uh, maybe something he can recover from. I hope that was uh, against Azamari, as he said. Yeah. Okay, let's have a look at the Jurio leaderboard. The two unbeaten Rikishi are Kidnawaka and Ryuden. And on five wins, one loss, we have Oho, Midori Fuji and Yago. Let's go into Makuchi. Yep. And the first bout of the day was Kagiyaki up against Tsurugisho. Tsurugisho at Jurio 1 looking to make his way back to the top rank. And he was so quick today. He just kind of nullified Kagiyaki's attack, wrapped his arms around Kagiyaki's body and took him out to Oshidashi. So Kagiyaki was up in that second, just one off the, or two off the pace uh, last night. And uh, yeah, he's dropped off now. Well, yeah, with that uh, loss, that breaks that four uh, run of wins mm. for Kagiyaki. And again, the Jurio visitors are having some success. Yeah. Tsurugisho <laughs> returns tomorrow, three and three. Back to Jurio, Kagiyaki, four and two. Kotoshoho up next against Ichiyamamoto. And this one looked like standard sumo until Ichiyamamoto pulled Kotoshoho. As Kotoshoho was coming forward, Ichiyamamoto threw a hand on the belt, but Kotoshoho was overbalanced and he... It was like as he was spinning down for the pool, he fell to the dirt before that throw could become reality. It, this was weird. It was really weird. We, we were screaming a bit at this one, actually, because I thought Ichiyamamoto was going to be able to pull off that pool, so to speak. Oh, he looked like he was going to complete this throw, but then he hit the dirt first. Yeah, I think he played himself a bit because mm. he tried to keep himself in. And in doing so, that pivot just kind of made him lose his balance. And he, he fell down. I mean, it was a, a good attempted move, I think. But, and Kotoshoho maybe was a little bit surprised that he won then. We certainly had to watch it a few times to see what happened. But yeah, another loss for Ichiyamamoto. One and five at Maegashira 7. It's not looking great for him. He, he's one of these rikishi who can start to gobble up the black dots. Yeah. You know, once he starts to get a taste for them. Yeah, he's a vibe guy, isn't he? He's a vibe guy. And when the vibe's bad, hard to turn it around. Yeah, I get that Mm. uh, feeling from him as well. Kotoshoho, he moves to three and three. Nishikigi up against Yutakiyama. It is a bit of a battle of the hearts, Tim Sumo. I identified that one for him and I'm on board with that as well. They had their arms at each other's chests and it was Yutakiyama who gave ground at this point. Nishikigi stepped slowly forwards, finding the hands against Yutakiyama's body in the correct spots to be able to push him out. Yutakiyama, he's lost his timing, I think, Mm. and this is something that um, we've really seen happen to him because he too, like Ichiyamamoto, can can get that feeling and sort of just go a bit distressed and just really lose it. And it's why we see Yutakiyama still at Maegashira 14 after fighting his way back to Makuchi. Mm. It feels like quite a while ago. He just, 
Yeah, these bouts. Look, let's not take this away from Nishikigi. This was very, very solid to know from him. He breaks a run of two losses. Yeah. And steadies the ship at 4-2. I think this is a very important win for him. I think so too. And I always, my tendency is always to go and talk about Yutakiyama, but you're right. It was good Oshi Sumo today from Nishikigi. And as he said, he moves to 4-2, and Yutakiyama 3-3. and Ko Tokuzan up next against Chianakuni. Chianakuni looked slightly faster out of the touchy eye. He sprang forward and took it to Ko Tokuzan. Ko Tokuzan responded with a flurry of high attacks, and these really unsettled Chianakuni. They forced him back. As Chianakuni pushed back against the lumbering weight of Ko Tokuzan, Ko Tokuzan cleverly pulled. Pulled Chinakuni a bit. He stepped back and smashed Chinakuni to the dirt. Hataki Komi. Yeah, the arms were moving from Chinakuni today. He was looking just as attacking as he has been. But um, yeah, Kotokuzan was able to put himself in that position to pull. And because Chinakuni was was scrambling forwards, it worked with the Hataki Komi slap down. It was the first time these two had met. That makes sense. Both been around for a long time, actually, but uh, haven't matched up in the same spots. Chianakuni also coming into today with 499 wins. Ah. And like Chiamaru, he he couldn't pull it off on the first occasion. Hopefully he won't take three days to do it like Chiamaru did. (laughs) He didn't get the 500th today. It was a loss for him. But his score is still uh, pretty good, Chianakuni. He's four and two, only his second loss. And Kotokuzan is three and three. Kotoeko up against Aqua and Kotoeko came in with the shoulder and blasted, absolutely obliterated Aqua mm. off the doyo today. Just clinical sumo from Kotoeko. Aqua is looking lost out there. He's wandering the yep. hallways of his own mind. It was a trudge down the Hanamichi, that's for sure. And he, Yeah, wasn't it? I was going to say that because we're treated to a shot of his despondent face. Yep. So even the people who are doing vision switching at NHK know this guy's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, quick, quick, quick. This guy looks upset. Kotoeko, four and two. I, I thought it's been a while since we've seen him have such a positive start. I had to go all the way back to March <laughs> of this year, the very last Basho. He, he was four, two at day six. It's March now, January. Is it March now? Yeah. Back to January. It's, it's all right. It's pandemic time. It's fine. Pandemic time. January. Thank you. <laughs> oh, what part of the year did I think it was? I thought Not it was sure. May. Anyway, so back in January, he was 4-2, Kotoeko at day six. He finished the Basho on eight and seven. Yes. After dropping the last That's four right. days. He had a, a horror middle. He Well, it was the second week second was week. bad for him. Mm. So, you know, a positive start. Let's hope he can continue that on. And we're hearing that... Uh, Brilliant song of his. Maybe Monday or Tuesday. Earlier rather than later, please, Kotoeko. He's four and two. Aqua is one and five. Tochinoshin up next against Chiataru. It was a wild opening with a big hit at the Tachi Eye before they went about trading thrusting attacks. There was a Tochinoshin pull here that wasn't really punished by Chiataru fully and Tochinoshin was then able to slow the bout up and they locked up. Tochinoshin's belt at this point was... Completely disintegrated. Yes. It was very loose. It was coming undone. But they settled and then they both found belt grips. Um, but Tochinoshin got both hands around the back of Chiatari's belt and then it just felt like it was 2016 yep. all over again. You don't want to be in that position at all. Definitely not. He's still very, very dangerous and he hauled Chiatari over the bales. Yeah. You said they both had belt grips and they did, but Chiatari, he d- didn't manage to get 
the hands under the bottom layer. Mm. That's crucial, the bottom layer. Well, you don't want to grab the belt and then be up under their armpits. No, that's right. And that's what he was because Tachinashin's front uh, top bit of the belt, the top layer, had come loose. So he was holding it up and he couldn't. I mean, you can't do anything with that. I did think that Chiatariu here squandered the upper hand at the start. If he had have been able to keep up that fast tempo and not let Tachinashin... Take the time travel yeah. back into 2016, then he might have been okay. But Tochinashin favoured there. Not always these days, but certainly today. And uh, yeah, he he got the win. He did. Tochinashin four and two. Chiatariu two and four. Miyogiryu was next up against Chiamaru, who has hit that 500 win. So let's see if he can get another one. There was a big lockup here. Chiamaru had the right hand on the belt, but both of them felt pretty solid at this point. Miyogiryu not always on the belt, but he can uh, he can do it, in my mind anyway. Chiamaru initiated and took Miyogiryu back. And as Miyogiryu tried to change it up, he he tried, it looked like a grip flip. It was certainly trying to adjust his position in the bout. Chiamari stepped to the side and twisted very quickly for a, uh, a large fellow and down went Miyogiryu. Wow. Mm. I thought this was uh, amazing to see Chiamari's sumo out of this lockup. Yeah. You don't often see him in that position. As you said, you don't see Miyogiryu in that position very often either. Uh, I, I thought he knew what he was doing out there on the belt. I think so too. I think the 500th was a weight yeah, off his mind. Absolutely. You know, when you're waiting to get that kachikoshi or you're waiting yeah. to get some kind of milestone. And in any interview, if you were asked about it, you'd say, oh, I don't even know that that's coming up. But of course you do. Yeah. It's on your mind. And hey now he's you. free as a bird and he's able to move quickly and pull off that win against Miyogiryu. He's two and four, Mr. Sumo, and Miyogiryu three and three. Teretsuyoshi up next against Aoyama. And you could really tell in the early parts of this bout, Teretsuyoshi's speed was too much. Yes. And he was, it was effective and he kept evading Aoyama's thrusting attacks. Aoyama was just, you could just see that he couldn't turn fast enough. Yeah, that's right. He was trying, wasn't he? He really, but, really was. Um, and he can be quick, Aoyama, but the, the speed couldn't quite match Teretsuyoshi's. Yeah, I think the straight line speed is more than the the rotational speed. Yeah, you I know, head-to-head for... head between these two, Teretsuyoshi has way the upper hand, which really? maybe is a result of that yeah, speed definitely, that you're talking about. Yeah, definitely could be. Well, uh, Teretsuyoshi, he decided to move in close and they ended up locked up. Uh, there were some belt grips going on here. They made their way to the Tawara. I'd say together it wasn't like one <laughs> person was forcing. They were going back and forth here. And then they both attempted to throw each other at the same time, which we love. Yes. We love that. The butterfly throw. But, um, well, it never quite got to that stage, but um, they moved back to the middle. They were locked up again. But Teretsuyoshi was low and working away with the left-hand belt grip. And then eventually Teretsuyoshi was able to haul Aoyama around his body, letting go of the belt and sent Aoyama to the dirt. Yeah. Big win for Teretsuyoshi, another one. So it's a head-to-head now of, of seven and four. Wow. That description made it sound like Aoyama was doing quite a lot, but actually (laughs) (laughs) I felt like he was doing like a weirdly little amount of sumo here. It felt like he should have been able to do more Mm. and and move a little bit faster. I mean, we just commented that he can be fast, but he didn't do anything here. It was all Teretsuyoshi, even though there was quite a bit of movement. Yeah, he looked a bit stressed out by Teretsuyoshi. Yeah, he did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Someone snapping at his heels and it worked. He won Teretsuyoshi, his three and three. Aoyama is the same score. Tobizaru up against Sadano Umi. Tobizaru, did you see this as a henker? 
Yeah, I mean, we have to call this for what it is. Yeah. It was pretty dramatic. He, he jumped to the side. Well, is it a dog act? Oh, <laughs> it's I, I, one and he hasn't done it for ages. It's against, who's it against? That's another one of our measures. Yeah, Sudden so Sudden Umi, that's, no. That's okay. Don't do our boy like that. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's bad for you. That's a <laughs> that's a minus. I, I think <laughs> Sorry, we, we, um, we do need to revisit the, the Marshman Index and this would... Mm mathematically tell us whether this was a dog act. Well, we haven't seen anything from Toby Zaru for a long time in yeah, this. Yeah. We haven't even really seen a meet and move. So I'll give this to him. I think you want to come at Sadanumi from the side. I yep. don't mind it. But Sadanumi actually saw it. It's it's a little bit uh, by the by because he saw it and he followed Toby Zaru. Turned quickly. Toby Zaru tried to get up close to take advantage of him being uh, off balance here, but he couldn't. Sadanumi just got back in. They traded slaps and they headed to the Tawara together and they both actually, it was that, that throw together and they both flew out at the same time and it was really hard here to see who hit the dirt first. The Gyoji gave it to Sadanumi. Yeah, it was hard to see at full speed, but as soon as you saw that very first replay, it was clear that Sadanumi's arm had hit first. Yep. Um, a little bit before. Like on in the territory of it, he had hit first or it was a Torinashi. Absolutely. I yep. would have taken a Yeah, so a overturn or Torinashi. Yeah. But I did notice this Monoe was dragging on for quite a long yeah, time. Yeah, they talked for ages, didn't they? We're like, oh, are they rocking and rolling the footage? Yeah. And, and we, we never learned, do we, because we were looking at the wrong thing. Even well, though... To be fair, so was the coverage. Well, we were, were being shown the, the final throw. But when the decision came as being overturned and given to Sadanumi, we couldn't believe it. But then the replay started showing earlier in the bout, after Sadanumi had done a pull, Tobizaru had scraped the dirt with his hand. Mm. I completely missed this. Yeah, I didn't see it at all. I'll tell you who didn't miss it, Toby Zaru. He would have felt his hand hitting the dirt. Now, we we discussed the hanker and I think we ended up giving it as not a dog act, but maybe a dog act oh is knowing God. that you've lost and not pulling up the match. Oh, I mean, he might be the first ricochet to do a double dog act. I mean, it's... In one a, bout. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. The double dog. <laughs> oh, that's okay to fact. Um, I, I just think, I mean, there's, this happens over a few sports. There's a few situations. I mean, I'm always thinking cricket yep. where you might know that you've fluffed a catch or something where your fingers nicked the, haven't got or you've yeah, nicked. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, and it, it's a thing in cricket to, you know, own up to that and to say, you know, that you've, that what you know about the, the catch or the hit or whatever. It doesn't always happen. So the Osaka Browncoats who were in yes. attendance today all around the doyo would not have been impressed with this showing from Toby Zaru. I don't think so. I think that's disqualified him from there. Yeah. Good the guy award, which, which is, is a shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Toby Zaru, yeah. he's a good guy. I'm not calling his... Um, Honesty into question. Well, I am. Oh, you bit. are, and you should be. I am today. You are today. So, Sadanumi was hankered and eventually gets that win. <laughs> yeah. So, that's great. It's his second win. He's two and four. Toby Zadu, three and three. Well, oh. the man. Yes. The icon. The enigma. The enigma, the sensation. Takiyasu was up next. He's undefeated, and he was up against what I would call a wily opponent in mm. Shimanumi. Mm -hmm. But it was another powerful display of sumo from Takiyasu as he slammed into Shimanumi, got in underneath the Shimanumi attack. 
then moved forward, low, balanced, and cleaned up Shimano Umi easily. Oshi Dashi. It was great. It was so great. There's so much pressure on me now. (laughs) (laughs) That's not where I thought that sentence was going. (laughs) He continued his current trend of short bouts. Uh, They showed some of his timings um, on the screen on NHK and his longest bout has been 30 seconds, I Uh, think. 53 seconds. 53 seconds, right. But but it's, it's definitely a contrast, isn't it? The fact that they have shown... His, the length of his yes. bouts, it's like night and day. Yep. And they were showing the three minute ones before. Yeah. This yeah. one, again, like three or four seconds. Powerful display. He is unbeaten, Takeyasu. At Magashira seven. So he's been fighting around his rank. He hasn't, you know, started to go up yet. That's one factor. But it's a factor I will not be taking into account because he's been doing so well. Great. Now, we do need to talk about the vortex here. Yes. There's a swirling in front of us. Yes. But we're we're cautious yeah. about stepping near it. Well, I mean, I was serious about the the pressure before. That we don't want to jinx him. Yeah. We don't want to sort of curse or jinx him by talking about it too much. And also I I just cannot get too invested because I'm I will absolutely lose it if if he sort of if he loses it. And that's okay, you know, he's it would be okay, but imagine if he one are you? No, don't do that. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> you were I'm supposed complex, to not do that. I'm a complex woman. <laughs> I can't stop myself. There's many facets at play oh, here. I love it. I love it. Well, Takiyasu, six and zero, heads into the weekend undefeated. Shimonoumi, two and four. Wakamoto Haru up next against Okonoumi. And it was a bit, bit of a battle here as to who got the belt grip and where. Wakamoto Haru stretched out with the left hand after landing his right, but he also couldn't deny Okunumi the left hand grip. So they were locked up a little bit, but Wakamoto Haru, he did not stop. He goes forward no matter what these days. His Oshisumo is powerful. And although he had to take a little detour to the side, <laughs> he was still strongly able to take Okunumi to the edge with his, um, his right hand grip. Honest. Sumo yep. again today, almost to the point where, you know, when someone's being that honest in front of you, it's like, oh, it's a bit awkward. Yeah, he nearly came out and told Toby Zara <laughs> to stop the bat when he saw the hand brush there. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, he's in great form, cleaned up Okunumi easily. Wakamoto Haru, four and two now. Love seeing it. Love it. Okunumi, one and five. Up next was Chiyoshoma and Kodnawaka. Did he do the henka today? He, he did, did not. not. He's he's honest. He is honest. Belt sumo fans were rejoicing <laughs> after watching this one. After Kodnawaka got off to a fast start, Chiyoshoma recovered well and they locked up and both Rikishi worked both hands on to their opponent's belt and we knew it was on here. They heaved and heaved and it was actually Chiyoshoma who was able to work Kodnawaka back to the bales. Kodnawaka resisted pushed back, worked them to the middle, all hands on belts still at this stage. And despite the looser Chiyoshoma belt, Kodnawaka was able to force Chiyoshoma to the dirt with an Uwatenage throw. It was hard to see who initiated that throw at the end. I thought it might have been Chiyoshoma who went first, but it was both sort of trying to 
put each other down at the same time. But the angles didn't favour Chiyashoma. He had to put his hand down first. There was no way for him to sort of smash to the dirt without it. And that meant that he he lost. But it was a really hard-fought battle from both. I I just enjoy his sumo when it's like this a lot. I know we say it over and over again, but... You know, he's a very skilled rikishi and um, he really took it to Konowaka after the shaky start. So would you like to do the Henker report for tomorrow? What's the forecast? Oh, has it gone up again? Maybe just up a little bit. What did we say yesterday? 34%. 34. We brought it right down. Uh, I'd go 35. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll take it right down, actually. 15 Yeah, I don't mind that actually. Yeah, I mean, we did see a close-up shot of him. He was disappointed here. We saw a a shot out in the shops, you know, of him Mm. sort of examining himself inside Mm. (laughs) and and walking back down the Hanamichi as well. He was shaking his head. Look, Look, I think there's another factor at play here. It's dangerous to go cold turkey on the hankers when you're trying to give up. Oh, yeah. Cutting yourself off completely can be dangerous. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I hope he has the right support people around him to make sure that he's weaning himself yeah, off I mean, this can he move. do some in training overnight just to, you know, get, to give, let the body have a go? Yeah, he needs to give the body a little taste. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So it feels like he's done one and then the next day, or maybe that's what he is doing to stop himself hankering the next day. He's doing one at night so his body feels <laughs> Look, it and then he comes back. And go straight. And look, I don't think it needs to be a, you know, you don't need to go to the dojo. He could just pretend to throw his tsukibi to a high five <laughs> and then run his hand through down his low. hair. Oh, yeah, down low. Go down low. That might be enough. <laughs> I, I, I just do worry that the body's crying out for it. Yeah, it may well be. Chiyoshoma, you can hanker if you want. We'll treat you to one. <laughs> Courtesy of Sumo Manichi. You can have it. Two, four. Kodnawaka with that win, which, I mean, again, we've totally bypassed the uh, guy who did the really good sumo. <laughs> he is uh, five, five and one, and one yeah. with that Watanage win over Chiyoshoma. Hokuto Fuji came up next against Endo. Endo on the attack today. His shoves were extremely well placed. Uh, he got the uh, the movement that he wanted. He took Hokuto Fuji on almost the quickest route out of the duo and uh, a, a strong win for Endo after a couple of good days of sumo from Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, hard to see what went wrong for Hokuto Fuji, but Endo just dominated this one and now uh, beats Hokuto Fuji for the first time in four meetings. Right. So nice go. one for Endo as he picks up his fourth win, his four and two, Hokuto Fuji three and three. Daesho up next against Takara Fuji. It was a fierce opening from Daesho. What else do you expect? Mm-hmm. He hit Takara Fuji hard in the chest and then switched to a Nodawa throat attack that really bothered Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji, as we've seen all this week, he's having trouble putting the brakes on his more aggressive opponents. Daesho, he continued forward and easily dispatched Takara Fuji over the bales Oshi Dashi. Mm, given no space to do anything at all, Takara Fuji, after that Nodawa was so powerful. Daesho, he's gone two wins, two losses, and now two wins again. Beautiful so symmetry. Keeping it tidy there. He'll be thrilled at this point, I reckon, to be 4-2. It's just such a good score. Again, the 4-2 is infinitely better than the 3-3. Um, not as much as the 3-2 over the 2-1. <laughs> no, but it, it's very close. Yeah, it's yeah. close. And at Maegashira 1, that's a stellar start to his Haru Basho. Takara Fuji, yeah, continues on that uh, that stretch of not really doing all that much. He is 1-5. and five. Ichinojo 
up against Ura. Ura tried to stay away from Ichi no Jay here. He was really flitting around him, wasn't it? Mm. Coming from a whole lot of different angles. I guess that's a good idea. He doesn't want Ichi no Joe to clamp down on the belt, uh, seeing his form on the belt so far. Ichi no Joe, though, was very patient. He kind of just waited for Ura to, to stop harassing him and uh, waited until he felt like he needed to come a little bit closer to Ichi Nojo and then uh, accepted the tribute and slapped him down. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Ichi Nojo is building something here. Mm. He seemed to handle Ura really easily today. Yes. He's not always the most patient and then at times he can be over patient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's good to see him find that that happy medium. Beautiful stuff. A Hataki Komi slap down win to bring up his fourth. Four and two Ichi Nojo Ura. Underachieving, I'd say, at Magashira 1, his highest rank, his 1 and 5. Shinseki Wake Wakataka Kage up next against Komasubi Takanosho. A marquee bout, mm-hmm. if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh, Takanosho, he was running the show straight out of the Tachiai. Quickly, he worked Wakataka Kage back to the bales. Wakataka Kage, some beautiful footwork on display here. He spun away. Takanosho, though, was right back on top of him. At this point, Wakataka Kage dropped his head, drove Takanosho back to the middle of the doyo. But Takanosho, he can keep his head in the middle of these bouts. He was balanced. And now it was his turn. He took uh, Wakataka Kage towards the Tawara. A real back and forth affair here. But as all look lost for Wakataka Kage, he danced to the side, let Takanosho go past and gave him a little tap. Hikiyotoshi. <laughs> he did. It was a lot of running around in this bout, a lot of running back and forth, as you said. Wakataka Kage quite puffed at the end, more <laughs> puffed than Takanosho. Uh, but it was him who, who had to really put in the effort to win here because Takanosho did look on top. I found the replay of this bout really enjoyable, almost more enjoyable than the, the full. There was something about their movement and the back and forth yeah. that you described there. It was it was really clever from both guys, but the presence of mind from Wakataka Kage to step out of the way from Takanosho at the end. Poor old Takanosho. Oof, uh, speaking yeah. of someone who looked a little bit dejected yeah. walking down the Hanamichi, he's doing the right things out there. And then he bumped into the Gyoji on the way back <laughs> to his <laughs> position. He was like, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one and five now. Yep. Komasubi, not the score he's wanting to take into that first weekend. Sekiwake, Wakataka Kage, though, five and one. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Hoshoryu, Komasubi Hoshoryu, up against Sekiwake Abi. And this was one uh, that I, along with a lot of other people, I think was really, really looking forward to. Abi came out with the trademark slaps. Hoshoryu was moved right back to the bales. But as Abi wildly charged into him to try to take him over and finish him off, Hoshoryu just, I don't know how to say it, he turned into a brick wall. Yeah. He he did anchor with one leg. And what it made Arby do was kind of, because there was this wall in front of him suddenly, he almost climbed up on Hoshoryu because all of that momentum had to go somewhere. Mm. And it meant that Arby was really high and Hoshoryu could charge in underneath at his body. And then he was in under the arms. He succeeded with that and he could take Arby straight back and off the doyo, a surprise victory for oh, me man. for Hoshoryu. This was so impressive. Yes. Hoshoryu did something today that very few have done recently, yes, which is to survive that Abi attack. Oh, man. And talk about one to watch on replay. This is a outstanding from Hoshoryu. 
He'd be very, very happy. He evens the legend now three and three. You can't overstate the importance of this win. And he's handed a loss to Abby. He has. So Abby two losses now. The other was Anosha, who also got in under the arms. We commented today that Abby doesn't always have a plan B after the slaps. We've seen one plan that he has, which is that pull through by the arm. But he he just had no room here to even wrap his arms mm. around for a pull. Or Hoshuri was just so quick on that push, and there was nothing he could do. No, no plan B to jump out of the way, or he just didn't foresee this. Well, truly about the, that becomes the Komasubi v Sekiwaki matchup. Yep. I thought this totally was worth it. Let's move on now. Kiribayama four and two against Ozeki Takakesho. Takakesho, he looks to be finding his form. I have to say the mm. thrusting attacks worked to move Kiribayama back, but gradually he didn't blow him back, just worked him back. Kiribayama tried to get out of the way, but when Takakesho is moving forward like this, there's no left, there's no right, yeah. there's only backwards. <laughs> and Kiribayama was taken over the bales Oshidashi. Yeah, it wasn't the absolute typical Takakesho bout, but it was it was pretty typical. I mean, he moved his opponent back and there wasn't much that they could do to, to move around or get on top of him there. And a nice thing was Kiribayama fell off the doyo with that final push and Takakesho offered his arm to get back on and Kiribayama took it. I, I do like to yeah, say Yeah, I think, you know, it's one thing to offer, but to take the yeah. assistance is a whole other. Yeah. I mean, I've, most offer, but not all take. Yeah, exactly. And you could see the, um, the brown coats sitting around the side, just frothing mm, at their mouth. They were taking display. notes. Absolutely. So Kiribayama, with that loss, he's been going really well. Uh, he's four and two. Couldn't quite overcome Ozeki Takakesho, who also moves to four wins and two losses. Ozeki Shoda, he won yesterday. Today he's up against Tamawashi. And Tamawashi, apparently, before I get into this bout, gave his Kimboshi gold star to his son who graduated kindergarten yesterday. Congratulations, mm. Tamawashi Jr. Yes, very nice. his full name. He's like, what's this? Just give me some, I want to play Minecraft. <laughs> um, Tamawashi came forward again today with the Norua and he took Shodai easily out. Mm. There wasn't the same, um, there wasn't anything like yesterday. There was a lot of rumbling in the crowd after this one. Oh, I couldn't quite. What did you think was happening there? Oh, I don't know. I think there was just a bit of general despair. Malaise. Yeah, a bit <laughs> of malaise. No upping of the pace today from Shota. Yeah. Tamawashi was just, he was red hot. Yep. Like, I, I think Shota in full form would have struggled to con contain him today. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's so harsh with those shoves, Tamawashi. Yeah. They, at the best of times, I mean, they overcame Terunofuji yesterday. And now he's got a, a ginboshi against yeah. Yoseki. Um, he w did get an interview, but, you know, there's not much you can say when you've beaten Short A in this form. He, he was just gave a bit of the standard. Well, because the question he was asked was, you know, what's different this time compared to last bash? I was like, I just beat Short I like Yeah, it's... yeah. I'm anyway, not really doing anything much. <laughs> poor old Short I, One and five now. Mm. He's in a lot of trouble. Tamawashi, though, that's three and three for him. Well, this brings us to the final bout of the day, of course. Uh, Terunofuji Kujo hands on Oshaw his Fusen Show, which takes him to three and three. Uh, that was an MNF, yes. much needed Fusen Show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not sure looking chuffed about that. So the final. <laughs> strutting on. <laughs> the final bout then was Meisei up against Ozeki Mitakumi. Mitakumi, he came out powerfully. He was wanting to put that effort from yesterday well and truly behind him. And he drove Meisei back. 
may say he tried to move away. We've seen this when Mitakunim is good, he's able to chase. He wasn't totally balanced as he came in though, but he was throwing himself hard at Maysay and manages to angle his body mm. so that momentum hit Maysay on the side and that was enough to take Maysay over Yori Kitty. Yeah, a little bit more of a straightforward bout for Mitakumi today. He controlled Maysay really well, as you said. He sort of seems to be all around when he's in form or when it goes the bout goes well for him. He's sort of everywhere and yeah. you can't get around him and Maysay couldn't. He's one and five at Magashira three. And Ozeki Mitakumi, after that one little stumble, is five and one. So if we look at the leaderboard here uh, on six wins, it's Magashira seven Takiyasu. It so sure is. We're back, you know, back there again, uh, which is fantastic news at this point. On five wins, Ozeki, Mitakumi, Sekiwake, Wakatakakage, and Maigashira, six, Kodnowaka. So today, Kiribayama, Abi, Chianakuni, and Kagiyaki lost and fell one off that pace. Okay, well, let's look at the bouts for tomorrow. Takiyasu comes up against Hokuto Fuji. It's a 9-8 record Takiyasu's way. Mm, that's very close, isn't it? It is. I mean, judging on their form in this basho, you'd think it's Takiyasu's, but anything could happen when yeah. those two get together. So true. Uh, Mitakumi takes on Onosho. Mm-hmm. Fresh. Wakataka Kage takes on Daesho. And Kodnawaka takes on Sadanumi. Sadanumi yet to beat Kodnawaka in their three meetings. Oh, there you go. Come on, Sadanumi, you can do it. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for that then on day seven, uh, the first Saturday, the first weekend of Haru Basho, and we'll be with you for it. Bye. Bye. Bye.